I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. I know that I am, but I just want to take this minute to remind you guys that as much as you enjoy listening to me on the show, you can also see me on the YouTube channel that I have, AJ Orsini, 96 host. You can check out my channel and uh, see actual videos. There's some audio clips, you know, exclusive content that didn't make the episodes that I put onto the YouTube channel, but videos of me ring announcing, calling matches, anything, you know, interviews with some of the biggest stars in the business today that you may not know that I've worked with. I've got all the video evidence there on the youtube channel so go check that out once again backslash aj or city 96 host at youtube warning the following episode of Orsini's uncensored mind contains explicit language and adult content the thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of aj orsini and his guests exclusively but seriously guys the show is called uncensored if you got a problem with bad language i really don't give a shit Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, AJ Orsini. How the hell is everybody out there? This is your host, your main man here, AJ Orsini, and I am your host of Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and I am here with episode 46, and I know, I know, just last week, I had a guest, my brother, one half of the Brothers of O, he was here in the house of O. We talked, we chatted, but that that was a, a situation that came kind of off the top, off the cusp. It wasn't planned, it was surprised, and I just took took uh, the opportunity to get my brother on here. So episode 45 was a lot of fun, but episode 46, I am also not alone. I have another guest, back-to-back weeks. I hope you guys aren't getting too spoiled here, okay? But episode 46, I have a guest, and I can't wait to get to this person because she's one of the most interesting persons. Yes, I said she. We're making history, folks. One of the most interesting persons I have ever met in the business during my time as a as a worker, as a performer. She's a lot of fun, and we're going to get to her in just one second. But I noticed you're listening to my show, which means you already know that if you go to ajoum.pobby.com, you can listen to my show. You can get new episodes every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. That's where they all get uploaded, and then they get shoved into other places when I do that. If Podbean's not working for you, because believe me, I've heard the complaints. I have problems with Podbean all the time myself. You can cast the show on other platforms. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, CastBox.fm, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play Music, Listen No Time, all over the fucking place. You can get your fix of Orsini's Uncensored Mind by going to those platforms. Also, guys, I don't know if you know, it's about to we're we're hitting the later end of summer here. It's starting to starting to cool up a little bit. If you want to get your AJ Orsini Uncensored Mind T-shirt, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash AJOUM is where you need to go. It's gray, nice big fat logo on it. It looks sexy. Your wife will love it. Your kids will love it. You guys got to get this. It's only twenty dollars. A little more expensive if you're on the heftier side. Even I had to pay the few extra bucks to get it. You can too. The shirt's on sale. Go ahead and get that. Uh, an update on the 13 countries. Uh, UK and Sweden did join uh, late in the game, but now they were ahead of the game. I've got more downloads now in those two countries, aside, of course, from the United States than anywhere else, and they're getting that fix on Spotify. Spotify has been a huge, huge bump for me. I've gotten a lot more downloads and listens ever since Spotify. I was trying for so long to get on Spotify. 
and I couldn't do it. We're late in the game now, and I finally got it. So thank everybody out there for listening and for downloading. And now, without further ado, folks, I have a guest. Now, there was this huge announcement made on Monday Night Raw not too long ago. The WWE having its first ever all-women's pay-per-view entitled Evolution. It'll be right here in my backyard. Well, not my backyard. Right here in my backyard is the Barclay. But all the way on the other side of my backyard is Long Island, the Nassau Coliseum. I was just there for the Kevin Hart show, as you guys know. They're going to do this big thing. Finally, the big stage is going to be allowed for the women to just shine all on their own. So I thought, what better... To, to celebrate that announcement than to have one of the best women's professional wrestlers in the country right here. She's sitting on my couch. She's in the house of O. The answer to your prayers, Miss Ariella Nix. How are you doing, Miss Nix? I'm doing well. Thank you for that intro. How are you? <laughs> I, 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 you know me. I've introduced you about a thousand times yes. in your career, so you know how that goes. You're and I've called to the fans, telling them how good. <laughs> <laughs> I've called your matches. I've, I've, I've ring announced you. I, I've been all over your career pretty much since the beginning. I think. Yep, you have. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was a, I was I, I got into um, you're a part of the house who, you were a part of the House of Glory uh, students class from way in the beginning way yep. way long time ago which is when I came in yep. I wasn't a student but I was a, I was a staff I don't even know if I had an official yeah. title at that point <laughs> staff. I was doing all kinds of stuff right yeah I was a <laughs> staff in a suit jacket yep. holding cameras and doing promos and whatnot and yep. that's where you and I met for the first time and our careers kind of blossomed kind of side by side I was yep. doing the commentating and ring announcing you were managing when I first met you but now. Yep. Yes. Now you stand before me, folks. If you're listening, I have yet another world champion on my couch oh, here. Stop it. The Capital <laughs> Wrestling Women's Champion. That is you, Miss Ariella Dix. Yes, um, you didn't have much time in Capital before you got that championship. I mean, you made your stand pretty fast in this place. That's the best way to do it, right? Just, <laughs> Just come in and make a statement. Yep. Uh, come there, in and dominate. There is absolutely, there is so much to get to. I usually <laughs> keep to a format. I told you before we went on the air, I keep to a. A certain amount of time with these interviews but we could do this all fucking night because there's so <laughs> there's so much to talk about with you right. you and i have a relationship going way back we're yes. almost six years now of knowing each other and mm-hmm. i want to go back to before those I, I didn't realize it was six either to literally just now just did the yeah, math in my been, head it's yeah, been about five, six right? yeah. yeah well 2012 uh, i think you came into hog i came into hog it was the end of 20. 20- 13. Okay, like right. I started like Christmas time, like right after Christmas, I remember. Yeah, so five then, so definitely. Yeah. Wow, mm. time flies, man. It <laughs> does, especially when you're uh, making towns and winning championships, right? right? Trying, trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's the time in which I knew you, but like most of these interviews that I do, I want to paint the entire story. Now, I want to go back to Baby Nicks. I want to go back baby way. <laughs> yes. I do that with all the interviews. It was Baby Law, that it was Baby Burton. We go yep. all the way back. Now we're going to do Baby Nicks here. Uh, wrestling is not usually. I mean, you're an '80s baby, correct? Yep. Okay. Wrestling not really in the lineup for a lot of '80s babies, yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as the female population. So, yeah. when did wrestling become a part of of your life? When was that something where you became a fan of? I I was about four years old. I remember watching with my dad all the time. That's early, four yeah. years old. Yeah. I started young, <laughs> and I, it was like when the Rockers first debuted. Oof. So that's already showing my age there. That's all right. And just oh, you and from then, it was like Shawn Michaels was my all-time favorite. To this day, still all-time favorite. I remember watching him four or five years old, and I, even though I was so young, I'm like, he's going to be a star, even though I didn't know how to express that at five. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to be something special right here. Yep. 
But what I remember it, just hanging out with my dad, watching it. He was a long time. So you fan. were an eye for talent even back then. Yep. It was like, oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy right here. Yep. At five, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Do you have? Uh, is there any matches or anything like you remember specifically where you're like, all right, this guy, I'm gonna follow this guy. Um, like a moment where you where you became like this uber fan for Shawn Michaels. I can't say a specific match, but just I remember he was one of the first ones that I ever saw, and mm. I just clung to him kind of I was like I like this guy. <laughs> you were just like fuck Marty Jannetty. Like, no, I was <laughs> no, Shawn like Michaels. Marty guy. too, but <laughs> Shawn was the star. No offense to right. Marty. <laughs> no, with Marty now he's he's a he's an adjective now. Yeah. Now every team has a Marty. Yeah. Quotations, I know. Poor air, Marty. Air quotations. <laughs> 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 definitely. So Shawn Michaels definitely an inspiration for yourself. Were you into sports when you were younger? Or? Um. Yeah, I followed most sports. I played not like really on any teams, but I always enjoy like going out, like throwing some football sometimes. Or, you know, playing baseball. A you little sounded bit here. so New York when you just said it. Like, <laughs> throwing some footballs, so you know. Cool. Uh, yes. Bronx born and raised, yeah, so it comes out. <laughs> Sorry, Sweden. That's how we talk here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you had a little bit of a tomboy streak, and you just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely bit. was a tomboy growing up. Do you find that as a common trait amongst your fellow women's wrestlers when you when you talk to your peers and you're like? Were you also into sports? Because I was into sports. Or some, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some. That. Yeah, some. Not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> I think the women that grew up watching wrestling were more tomboys. The the ones that got into it later than mm. I don't think were as much. Oh, okay. So we, we still have a we have a few Barbie house chicks um, yep. in the locker room. <laughs> They're like, I didn't have this when I was a kid. I You're was right. more. I had pink cars and all that other stuff. There's yep. so many stereotypes that come with women and in the business sure. and we're going to get to all that i'm making jokes now but there, there's a there's a me- method to the madness okay. we're, we're going to get we're going to get to that topic hard body because you're the I, evil I, genius I, over here yeah well no I'm, these are called teases no. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely so you were already a wrestling fan as a kid you grew yep. up which means that the teenage years the attitude era yes this <laughs> who who was your attitude era guy because uh we'll exclude sean from the conversation oh, okay. but uh, who, i mean uh, stone cold was definitely my oh, attitude okay, era guy <laughs> yeah who doesn't love a beer drinking sob that gives a finger to everybody and just yeah. comes and makes a mess i really believe and since you grew up on this you'll probably be, let's have the conversation about that you're somebody who's in the business you you know a little bit about mm-hmm. i really feel like steve austin destroyed the idea of a baby face Oh yeah! Every babyface after him yeah. will never live up to whatever we think a babyface is supposed yeah. to be. Just think of all the people that held the mantle after him. They were all, I mean, th- they just weren't Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever seen the, uh, you ever seen Rocky Five? Yes. The Thanks. one where he like it was after the brain damage and he's about to retire. Yeah. And then the guy came and uh, they they crowned a new champion because Rocky couldn't defend the mm-hmm. title anymore. He's got brain damage. He's gone. And even even when uh, Timing Gun won, the the yeah. reporters are like, you know, you're yeah. a champion, but a Rocky Balboa you'll never be. That's yeah. exactly what these baby faces yeah. are. It's like John Cena, you're great, but you'll never be a Stone Cold. Right. Yep. Yeah. Roman Reigns, you're great. Well, they're mixed on Roman, but for the people who do support, even the ones who do support, like yeah. you're great, Roman, but. You'll never be Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. I think I, the closest maybe is Daniel Bryan right now. At least he has yes. that true baby face pop that no matter what he does, you love him. He could never, I don't think he could ever turn heel. Even if yeah. he tried, he would still get love no <laughs> He's matter like the what. ultimate underdog. Yeah. Uh, and we don't really have many underdogs. No. Like Steve wasn't an underdog. Yeah, not at Steve, all. Steve, you expected to beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah. You exactly. expected, like, if, if Steve ever lost, you were just like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. So you followed all these guys. Were there any um, were there any 
women's wrestlers, any contemporaries that you looked at to during that era where you were just like, oh, that's um, pretty cool. That's definitely like, Sensational Sherry was like my favorite. I know she's kind of in and out of the Attitude Era per se, but she was one of my so favorites. So crazy you said that because that's what a lot of us compare you to a lot of the time. Really? Well, because cause the, so the way that you perform is very, you have a very animated sense of performance. Okay. Like that's one of the reasons why I loved you as a, as a commentator. Because as a commentator, I have to sell the person being on the outside. Okay. Okay. If you don't fucking move yeah. and you don't fucking say anything <laughs> and you hardly take breaths, yeah. <laughs> I can't talk about you on commentary because you're not fucking doing anything. True. I have that problem all the time. I tell managers and, and valets all the time. If all, you, if all you do is be a part of his entrance, you're not really a manager. You're not yeah. doing anything outside. You're, you're not valet, getting him any of. heat. You're yeah. literally just standing there. Just I've seen people literally put their hands on the apron, yep. look under the bottom rope real serious, yeah. and stay there for like and the next 18 <laughs> minutes. Like, I can't call that as a commentator. True. So when you performed, you'd circle the ring, you'd mm-hmm. fuck with fans, you fucked with commentators. The table yeah. would be right there. <laughs> and, remember, be like, yes, and you would like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Even though you're not on camera, like you're speaking loud enough for the headset to pick it up so when I respond they can hear the conversation and you kept it short and you would leave and that gives me something Something to talk to Brandon about because Brandon was the heel. Excuse me, Brandon is the heel so Brandon is of course rah-rahing you and he's like, oh, you should give her the headset Orsini and I'm like, shut up, Brandon. Like It gives... (laughs) It gives more texture to the yeah. match. If you're going to be ringside, you need to be doing something. Exactly. That and you were a pretty big focal point to the promos when you were a part of a stable, which we'll get more into later. Yeah. You you weren't just a pretty face in the background trying mm-hmm. to make the guy look good. You yeah. st- almost always started the promos. Yep. And you would get the ball rolling and get the energy going. And then I remember everybody you else. helping me out with my promos in the beginning and always yes. giving me advice. So thank yes. you. <laughs> You've helped me get started with my promos. So I just want to say thank you in the middle of that. <laughs> you heard that? You fucks, I helped her now. Yes. <laughs> but the, the way that you performed, and then we switch it now to Sherry. Sherry was a lot like that. Mm. Sherry was very boisterous. Sherry had a presence about her, much like you have yeah. a presence when you do your promos and, and, and you perform not only now as a, as a, well, before as a manager, now as a wrestler yourself. Yep. You're very animated. You, your body language is always, you're always moving, so to speak. Yep. And Sherry was like that. Even when yep. Sherry was ringside, if her band took a hard bump, she'd sell the bumps. You're yeah. like, oh, that's. Exactly. And yes. then when her man did something great, she'd make sure the fans were paying attention. Did you see that? Did yep. you see that? She was she was a piece to the puzzle. She wasn't just a hanger on. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of valets, especially in that era. You yeah. know, the cats and uh, and all those little uh, 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 valets that came through who could have done a lot more, but mm-hmm. just didn't see feel the need to. Yeah. That's why when you said Sherry, like it stuck in my head because I think it was Brandon the first yeah. time we called you or called yeah. your match. Where we were talking back and forth, and he brought it up. He was like, "It reminded me so much of Sherry because oh, wow. you were just That's, so." And we I'm didn't so say, we didn't say it on camera. This was like an in between thing when we yeah. were waiting for the next match. It just dawned on him at that point. He was like, wow. "She reminds me of somebody." And I started naming people, and he was naming people. We landed on Sherry. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons. There was stuff. So uh, I'm babbling now, but you, it yeah. was <laughs> it was so crazy to me right now that you said that. So wow. so Sherry, Sherry was a very big um, yep. influence. I love that on she you. always like she had her own persona, but whoever she managed, she reflected them too. Like she yes. was different with Shawn Michaels than she was with Macho Man, mm-hmm. and this, you know, she was always able to like balance them out. 
mm-hmm. still be herself. And that's what I loved about her. And she was always, you know, like you said, very talented as well in ring as mm-hmm. a manager. She can wear Harlem Heat gear, yeah. but you can still tell that's Sherry. Yeah. You never lost the fact that that's exactly. Sherry. Yeah. She would change the outfit up. She changed the face paint up, but it was always Sherry. Right. Yeah. And, I, and she always got the talent over in that way. And I think you have that skill. That's why now that you're a singles competitor, um, I think it's awesome for you to have because it's one of the critiques I have of every wrestler. When I, I get invited to schools a lot to, mm. to just to watch, cool. like uh, watch and see what the guys are doing and give advice and yada, yada, yada. And it's, it's the pet peeve, the biggest pet peeve that I always tell people all the time is you have there can't be deadness. You, you can't be dead. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some sort of movement. Even if it's if you're, if you're not delivering offense, then it's selling. It's one yeah. or the other. To be to be laying there literally doing nothing the whole time just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You take a clothesline, you pop back up, you get with another clothesline or you know, back. You're forcing the other guy to deliver offense rather than just selling it and letting everything marinate. And with you, I, I've never. You're like one of the few people in that place where I just I didn't have that problem because I I never really saw. Yeah, there weren't too many dead spots. You're very culturable. Yeah. Which is which is one of the things that that is needed in this business. Like it's not enough to know what you're doing. It's when. It's how. It's yeah. all that other stuff. And you're still learning. Yes. You know you've been doing this. Yeah. Still. You've been yep. doing this for about five years now, mm-hmm. and you're hitting your stride now as a performer. I yep. would assume. I so. <laughs> so. You, you you had all these influences and, and, and you were a big fan of wrestling. You got a bit of a tomboy stretch to you. Where was the moment when you said, I, I actually want to go to school. I, I want to learn how to do this. Where, when did that lightning bolt hit you? Um, I would say it was about like six, seven years ago. I was, you know, most people, they're like 16, 18. They want to, they're ready to, you know, they have it in their head from when I was, even I was 15. I was ready. Yeah. 15. See, I was like, this I, is it. And I think maybe because I grew up a, like, a lot with the attitude era and, yeah. you know, it was a lot of just scantily clad women at that time. It wasn't really It was focused. almost a determined, right? A yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't want to be. Like that. And that's what I think it was. Like I loved wrestling, always like wanted to go to shows, all of that. But I never really wanted to be a wrestler, and I just—I guess I never thought I could do it either. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I was maybe like 25, and I'm just like, I don't know. I Why feel like not? I could right? do some promos <laughs> or something. Was like, it just like an epiphany thing, or were you watching something, and you said, "Oh, you know what? I, I just need to do this." It was, um, I guess, in between, like just watching. I'm like. I don't know. I kind of like. I didn't know how to do it either. So I'm just like, no. I don't know. But I kind of want to. One like, of those things, like, where do I start? Yeah. Like, where do I go? Who do like, I like? How does that happen? But I'm like, I could see myself as a manager or something, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it right. was just start off small, you yeah, know. Exactly. Dip my feet in the water, see yeah. what happens. <laughs> so my my story is very hypocritical. Okay. Because I'm infamous in this business for being very anti-hardcore wrestling, mm-hmm. but. The match that I saw that made me say, okay, I want to do this, was Mankind Taker, Hell in a Cell. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was the match when it was over, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Because of the response that Mick got. It wasn't really the bumps. Yeah. It was the response he got after. Yeah. When that match was over, live, I'm watching it live, mm-hmm. which was a big no-no because I was watching it in my grandmother's house. And I wasn't allowed to watch it, but yeah. I was watching it. <laughs> when they were walking him to the back, yeah. live, when this was happening, I said, he's a star forever. Yep. He is forever. That match made him forever. People still talk about Until it Until this day. This day yeah, that it's is, been like, it's literally been 20 years. Yeah. It's literally it been 20 been. years. This uh, this past June, it was 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's still, like when he does interviews now, 
they mm-hmm. still ask him about yeah, Hell in a Cell. <laughs> yeah, that bump. And that's what I always wanted. It wasn't so much the bumps because even in my career as a wrestler, it was Big Bump City. Uh, that was yeah. the only thing I was ever really good for yeah. for people was taking big bumps. But that respect factor, mm-hmm. I wanted that respect factor so bad. So yeah. it's very hypocritical because in the end, I, I as a, a promoter and wrestling. as a booker, like I, I'm not really a big thing on the hardcore stuff, but it yeah. was one of the most hardcore situations ever yeah. that made me want to do this. But it was like you this. said, it's the whole moment and everything yeah. surrounding it. And like you said, 20 years, people are still people talking are about it. are still talking about it. I yeah. hope one day people 20 years from now are still talking yep. about this shit. So I only one you know, you'll be so lucky in this yeah. world, you know. True. But for you, so now you, you have this epiphany in your in your mind, you said, Yeah, I wanna give this a try. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with House of Glory? Uh through Jay Lethal actually. Okay. I met him as a fan. It was WrestleMania twenty nine weekend. It was, um him and some other wrestlers were hosting a, like some little like show like it was what do you call it? Like a not an improv, but everybody just like talking, telling stories, kind of thing. And they were going. Oh God, I remember fans. that show. I I didn't. I was going to Mania, so I didn't go to that show. Okay. But I remember which show you're talking about. But again. Okay, so we met. So you then, were there. Yeah. You you attended this. Okay. Yes. And so like after the show, like we got to take pictures with everybody, and he had started following me on Twitter after that. And you know, I always always tweeted about right like when Raw is on, I'm always tweeting like you know giving my opinion. Not anybody cared, but like you know just tweeting, tweeting, tweeting. And I remember him messaging me, and he's like, you know, you have like a smart wrestling mind. Like, why did you never do it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, he I messaged just, you. Yeah, like we used to talk like every now and then. Okay. Um, we always stayed in contact after that, and he was just like, why didn't you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, and he's like, you should try it. And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I'll be in New York. He was like, come to House of Glory. He's like, I'm friends with Red. Just come check out the school, see if you like it, and that was it from there. That was it, and you went mm-hmm. with him, and you yeah. were just sold on it. It's like, okay, this is it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm <laughs> like, who knows what's gonna come from it? Right. Worst case, I'll get in better shape. And know? if I'm not mistaken, you were the first girl yeah. to go to House of Glory. You were the first female student that they had. Um, first student on their shows. There was a couple of girls that were there that trained okay. before All me. Right. Like Violet was there before me. I know she okay. debuted after me, but she was training All before right. me. And, and and but you were the first one to debut. You made it to the actual show. show you got yes. booked. Yep. Essentially. Yep. I am the <laughs> like first. They trained. <laughs> they trained there first, but yeah. you got booked. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was the first female student. So you win. No, I win. Yes. <laughs> Race to the finish. Yep. I win, guys. And yes. plus, Violet came back anyway. Now she's the women's champion, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So everyone, everyone got their shine. So. Yes. Um, so now you're in House of Glory. You're training. You meet my sad ass at this place. And yep. now you you mentioned. Um, you mentioned that I helped you with your promo, yes. so let's let's talk about the promos for a second because to me that's one of your strong suits. Thank you. um, did w- when you first started doing promos, was that something that you adjusted to pretty okay, or you had a hard time? Um, because you looked comfortable when I when I started working with you. I only gave you a few tips on content yeah. as far as your presence and how you spoke. That was always all you. So I was there always myself. a level of comfort there? Um, not really, because I'm not a big speaker. I don't really like to talk. I'm not a confident person. But I guess I feel like I know wrestling, and I've watched wrestling for so long, and watching people do promos, I guess I guess I just kind of got it. I don't know. Was there but somebody in your mind that you were kind of mimicking when you Paul were Heyman, doing? Paul for sure. Heyman, okay. Yep. You know what? That delivery starts to make sense now. Yeah, my beginning delivery <laughs> yeah. is similar. When we first started, to, yeah. Because yeah. now you sound like you. Well, okay. uh, a lot of people who start off in this business, they always start, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Folks, this might even be the first time I said it on the show. Uh-oh. But when I started ring announcing, for some reason, mm-hmm. I I was very chimmel. 
I don't okay. know why. <laughs> and so I was like, my wife was listening to me. She was always in the audience and she was listening to me. She goes, you sound so familiar. And I said, I don't know. Let's play it back. And I started listening to the playback. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's Tony Chimmel. I got to uh. stop. So I stopped and I tried to do my own voice thing. Okay. And then uh, the company I was working with had just developed a, a championship. Okay. And for some reason, even though the belt had never gone out of the borough of Brooklyn, they mm. wanted me to announce it as a world championship. Oh, that's my favorite with yeah. promotions. World championship. So he, he, he specifically <laughs> asked that I refer to it as a world heavyweight championship. Right. Okay. So I said, cool, no problem. So I went out there, did my whole announcement deal and yada, yada, yada. And I felt good. Mm-hmm. And then my wife again, that sounded so familiar. I was like, oh, shit, did I chimble again? So I went back onto the DVD again and I watched it back. I didn't chimble. I David Penzered it. Oh, wow. I did the whole world. Heavyweight championship. <laughs> I was like, okay, no, it's not good. So Uh-oh. in the beginning, I kind of had to yeah. I had to find myself. Yeah, and that's I, what it is. Yeah. Like, At I what point did you start to find yourself? Was it a couple of promos in? Was it a year later? Because um, you felt I think it was you, a few promos in, especially when we made the transition from when I left Alex Mason and joined Ken Broadway and Cashflow. Right. I think that's For those really keeping track, we're, we're in the House of Glory days right now. Yep. So you were working with a talent called Alex Mason at the yep. time, and then you were switching over to Ken Broadway. Yes. This is your, so you were babyface and then you turned heel or you, you were no, always we heel? No, we were always heel. Okay. Um, we turned Alex babyface. You turned Alex babyface. Yeah. You remained the heel. Yes. I think you've been heel literally the entire time that you've yeah. been in this. Business. Right. I've been working. I've been wrestling face a lot of places. It's weird. But yeah. as a face manager, it just doesn't. I've tried the face. Ma- it, it doesn't feel I'm not a face manager. No. <laughs> But so yes, that was the heel. So you're, trans- was the hated one. you're transferring over to Cambro where you became part of this uh, this stable called Cash Flowing. Yep. And still to this day, one of my favorite stables of all time. The theme music was banging. You guys had yes. the look. Yeah, I mean, to me, and I said this to Brian a few times at the time, it's the first real gimmick House of Glory, in my opinion, yeah. had really come up with. Because it was the first one that was just super over. People were bringing fake money, and they were yeah. trying to be a part of the group. And everyone was, you guys were the heels, and they they booed you because yeah. you were the heels. Yeah. But when the song was on, they, would they were lit. Yeah. Everybody was they just like jumping Ken, Everybody around. hated me. They started yeah. like Ken a little bit, but they because always hated me no matter what. In all respect to Ken, Ken's an amazing athlete. Yeah. He does great stuff in the ring, he but sure they is. hated. Without you, I don't think he would have been a, a bad guy for as long as he was. And the proof's yeah. in the pudding, because the minute you were out of the picture, they switched him almost immediately because he yeah, was just that, too... Yeah, he's babyface, he I was, think, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, he was just too, is, yeah. too fucking over. And the guy is just an amazing talent. Yeah. But that heat, I mean, I think we can give you a lot of credit for that uh, for that I try. heat. I try. So, <laughs> so now, how are you feeling about the promos? You've got a few years in... Um, I feel good about them because um, you're not doing just live ones now. You're doing live ones. You you got some stuff on YouTube that people can check yeah. out. And um, I don't know. I feel like now with me wrestling, I haven't been doing as many promos. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, just go wrestle. Don't say nothing. Just go wrestle. <laughs> just go wrestle. I hate to break so, it to you guys because you're, you're like the third wrestler to sit on my couch and say that. I hate to break it to you guys, yeah. but you can do your own promos. Yes. You don't have to <laughs> and wait I'm for the <laughs> for a promo. So <laughs> just turn your cell phone on and yeah. flip the cam, and you True. should be yep. good to go. <laughs> I tell you what I say all the time, and I'm starting to take my own advice i was always the same way now that i have the show i have to do more advertisement stuff so mm-hmm. i've been doing a 
more I've have been having more of a social media presence recently. Okay. But yeah. before when and I was like just doing Instagram stories. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little stories. <laughs> yes. You know, if you guys want to catch me at AJRCD96, you know, on Instagram. <laughs> By the way, your social media stuff will be all over the place with this um when this video uh, this video this audio gets released. Cool. I always have the social media stuff at the bottom and, and places okay. where they can find you and stuff. Cool. And you'll get your chance to plug yes. at the end here. <laughs> this world traveler here. Yep. So um so we get the promos down. We we talked a little bit about your uh, your animation, you know, all this different stuff. How on are you? Because I think the old adage of the curtain gets lost sometimes. You know, when you come through the curtain and you do all your things and then you go back through the curtain, mm -hmm. that's where it begins and ends. You're yeah. supposed to be on yeah. the whole time <laughs> yeah. that you're out there. And that's yeah. something that you do. How conscious are you of making sure that I'm I'm performing right now. I'm I have to stay on all the time. Like, um, I think it does, like it's like my nervousness that keeps me on because I'm like, okay, make sure you stay on. Don't like zone out, like because yeah. I know like at home or like if I'm out somewhere else, you know, I'm just like zoning out half yeah. the time. So I'm like, all right, stay focused. Don't mess up. You know, I just try to keep that like focus on like the whole time. <laughs> like, don't be nervous. Just focus. You got this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a buddy of mine. I. I I shit on him literally all the time. Okay. Because he, he has a great entrance and he does all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And Bobby, mm -hmm. if you're listening to me, you know it's true. <laughs> he does his great entrance, all this stuff, gets all this hate, amazing heat. He gets, mm -hmm. gets, they hate him. And then the bell rings and he completely forgets about literally everyone oh, out wow. there. He goes into his choreography and, yeah. and, and you forget Mm -hmm. the, the the presentation part, the entertainment part, and then the bell rings again, and he's back on, and he's like, oh, fuck you, and shut up. And that's like, that's um, what was that gimmick? Who was it? Um, Festus, uh, Festus, I think. Yeah, we were there the, the bell, yeah. he would go crazy, then you ring the bell again. It's literally <laughs> like that. Because what happens is, is that people get so, like you said, it's very nerve wracking. Yeah, I think sometimes fans lose track of that. They assume that you've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is that once you get in the ring, there should be money. Yeah, but what I think fans sometimes forget is that if if, if even if you've been doing it for years, mm -hmm. every audience is different. Yep, I could wrestle in Ithaca, New York, and wrestle in Albany, New York, and they're only separated by a few miles. But it's a completely different mm -hmm. area with a completely different audience. So yeah. every time you debut in a new place, and you've been debuting in new places a lot recently, mm -hmm. it's a whole new audience seeing you for the first time. Yeah, so it's like having the first impression about 20 it's like having 20 first impressions every yep. time that you hit the road and it's very nerve wracking because you don't want to miss this spot and you want to protect your opponent and you don't want to get fucking drilled because you got to drive another four hours back to the house and exactly. yeah. a lot of things going on in your yeah. mind at that time so but you, you're saying you use this nervousness as your motivation to keep the body language and everything going yeah and like you said it's just hard to kind of put everything together and sometimes i do feel like i'm getting too worried about like the spot or what's coming next or trying to overthink and not show that i'm overthinking and stuff right. like that so i feel like i show it a lot but maybe i guess i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you show it sometimes sometimes but it, I, I think you know what's funny i think you show it more when you're a face i think you're a little bit more nervous and a little bit more thinky yeah. When you're a face, because I think when you're a heel, you're in fucking cruise I mean, control. It's easy, like, you're in face because I'm like, all right, what can I do and not be heelish? Because about you want to get the crowd behind you, yeah. so it's like, and, so, and and now you're learning as a face mm -hmm. how incredible 
it is to have the right heel in front of you. Yeah. So you've been the right heel for people for so long. Mm. So now that you're a face, yep. you've got your fingers crossed, hoping that heel you're going against yeah. is going to help you out here. And that's like the biggest job of the yeah. heel to get the baby face over. <laughs> the so. only job yeah. for the heel, for those of you listening, <laughs> the only job you have yeah. is making sure that these people hate you and love them. Exactly. That's what the job is. I know yeah. it gets muddy sometimes for people but that's the actual job and you've been really good at that for a long time have you had situations uh with uh with fans outside of the actual matches and shows and stuff like uh are fans really starting to pick up on uh on what you're doing are you are you feeling your fan base growing here a little, a little bit? bit yeah um Usually, like, if I'm posting something, I'll get comments or, you know, fans will message me like, hey, you know, um, they'll compliment a lot or something like that. Seeing, like, you know, like more followers, more people adding me on Facebook and things like that. You start to think it's bots for a while, right? Like, like that's happening to me. And, like, the shit that I posted three years ago uh, got, like, two likes. If I post that same shit now, it's, like, 200 likes. I'm like, what happened? What is this? What is going on? Yeah. So it's cool, and then it's like you know, when I had like the new shirts come out, people buying shirts and stuff like that. There you go. Cool. And I still have some shirts if anybody wants to buy there them. There you, you go. <laughs> Got to put my plug in real quick. <laughs> there you go. So. I always plug, always plug. Yeah. Sell some shit. <laughs> sell some. Mer- Got to sell those gimmicks, baby. Yep. <laughs> uh, you're traveling all around. You're you're hitting different towns. You're hitting different feds. You're hitting all these different places. Um, uh, oh, oh, Update the fans here. I mean, where where can they catch you? I mean, you're you're doing Jersey, obviously, with Capital Wrestling. Are you doing anything in New York? Are you um, are you going to PA? I know you did some stuff. From, uh, was it Mass? Uh, yeah, I was in Massachusetts yeah. recently. Um, I'm going to be in Jersey twice next weekend with Capital, and then with Pro Wrestling. I'm making my return to Pro Wrestling Magic Sunday, the 12th. That is. Right. Um, trying to think what else. I'll be with um the stand. Well, how many how many places have you been so far? Because we'll plug at the end of the places okay. you're going to be. Where, where are the places you've been uh, so far? Uh, For those of you idiots out there who haven't caught her yet and missed it, yes. here comes the places right now. <laughs> I've been through the tri-state area. I've been as furthest down as Virginia. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Massachusetts. I know I did Canada once alone, so that was with House of Glory. So yeah. I've been mostly just north and east coast. Canada's fun. I yeah. like Canada. I want to get back there. Where, did, where, was, where in Canada, whereabouts were you guys? It was Toronto. Toronto, yes. Yes. Toronto. We did one show up if there. If you're a few listening, years Toronto, ago. you have a wonderful town. Yes, <laughs> I love Toronto. <laughs> it is a beautiful city. It's so great. I don't remember like seventy-two percent of it. Yep, <laughs> it was such a great time over there. But yeah, so you're traveling around. You're doing all this stuff, man. I'm gonna get off of the wrestling for just a second. We're Uh-oh. gonna get back, Uh-oh. but I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate just a little bit. For those of you wondering, I'm keeping this woman completely on her toes. All of my interviews, they they have no idea what I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I don't That's prep true. them with my questions. All I ask is if there's anything off the table. And luckily, I've been very blessed. All of my interviewers have all told me, "Yeah, come on, bring it." So I'm gonna fucking bring it. You and I have something in common, okay. and I think it might have been one of the things that got us communicating very early when we met each other. You refer to yourself as the biracial angel. Yes. Right? You're very me. proud of that. That's something that you, you've yep. said on multiple times. Biracial implies two. Yes. I, I am myself uh, more than two, so I use multi. Are you okay. just two? Or just you? two, Italian and black. Italian and black. Okay, yep. see, I have those two plus Puerto Rican and Chinese, so it gets. So you have that nice. I'm <laughs> very confused <Yes>. here. <laughs> here, here. So that that that's a heritage there that uh, that's 
very important because that's that's something you wear on your sleeve. You're very proud about that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Is there any involvement you have with the culture of any side? Like, which one's the Italian and which one's uh, the, the black? Dad is Italian. Mom is black. Hello. Um, Chocolate fever over here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> um, I can relate to both. Um, my parents split up when I was young, so I, I lived okay. with my mom. So I guess I relate more to the black half, I would say. Okay. Uh, the Italian half, we're more Americanized. Like my dad doesn't speak Italian or anything like that. Okay. My grandmother did, but I never learned it. He never learned it. So we're more Americanized, but we love our Italian food. So there you <laughs> go. I said the same thing. I have four. I never picked up any of the languages. Right. I wish. I, I and when I'm asked, they're like, "Why?" It's like because all that shit going on. I. I can't learn five. Yeah. Well, I thought I couldn't. My son's learning four right now. Dude. Yeah. Kids can pick up. I read I something even, like four languages. But I can't even fathom that shit. First yeah. of all, he's learning English, obviously. He's yeah. three. But then they got like a Chinese class. Wow. There's a Spanish class. And he, they're doing sign language um, things. That's awesome. It's a daycare, bro. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck's going to happen in kindergarten? Right. He's going to have to learn. He's going to have to go to the stats class with me in college. Wow, yeah. <laughs> for like the entrance. They have an entrance exam for fucking kindergarten. It's ridiculous. Wow. I don't know. For those of you outside of the U.S. hearing this shit, please help me because I don't know. If this, is this supposed to happen like this? Does right. it happen in your country? You let me know. That's awesome, though, if he's learning all, like so much so young. But like. And that's where he, it registers. Be yeah, under but the he hits me with it. So it's like randomly, you see, because she's in my house right now. You guys can't see, but I have a section of my living room with literally just toys. He owns this entire fucking apartment. Yeah. But he'll be sitting on that man over there playing with toys. And he'll be like, one, two, three, four, five, uno, dos, tres. And he does it in English and Chinese. And then he like he starts doing like sign language signs like, this is giraffe. And this is wow. wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, me speaking English. Yeah, uh, he gonna be cursing you out another language. Nah, You're not word. gonna know. <laughs> and my wife speaks Spanish, so the two of them are just gonna. Fr- I'm oh. fucked. Yep. <laughs> That's why I'm hoping baby number two is a girl. She doesn't want to hear that, but baby oh. number two, I'm hoping oh, she's is a pregnant? girl. No, she's oh. not pregnant. No, 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 no. I'm saying the plan on oh, the, the table plan. is okay. for her to be say. to be pregnant again. Oh, okay. Yes. But I'm I'm rooting for the other one because she's got her teammate. I'm yep. outnumbered here. <laughs> I thought I was so excited when I had a kid, when I had yep. a boy, because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a you partner got the teammate, here. But nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's on the other side. He pushes me away. Tells me, no, I want mommy. Oh. There it is. There you go. How about you? Were you a daddy's girl too? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Cause you, cause you said you lived with your mom, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you guys butt heads. Definitely, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's the female tradition, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but I know that it was a time like my dad and I. Did, oh, I didn't get along with him. I guess just not understanding their divorce and kind of blaming him, but not really knowing and stuff. Yeah. So they were young, right? Yeah. yeah. But you know, grew up, understand, and we're like closer than ever than now. So. That's awesome, though. Yep. I mean, you got you still close with both of your parents. Yeah. yeah. You have any siblings? I have a half brother. Um, my dad remarried, so my brother and I were nine years apart. Younger. Yeah, he's younger, younger than me. So yep. you kick his ass. Yep. Essentially. <laughs> we never, li- you know, it's funny. You like, women are so violent to your little brothers. But it's no, ridiculous. See, I was always good to him, and we never lived together, so that's probably mm. why we never like. Oh, so, you weren't close enough to kick his ass. Yeah. Yet. So <laughs> I lived as an only child, but I have a sister. So it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> So, like no, we're very close, and I never yeah, beat him up. We weren't off. that close. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, we never lived together. So I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the stuff that I used to do in the ring, we're all testing on my siblings too. Yep. So it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, how does your uh, your parents feel about your career of choice here? Um, dad was excited because he loves wrestling. Mom was kind of yeah. eh at first. I mean, she comes out to some shows sometimes, but you know, just mom worried to get hurt, things like that. Did it change her opinion of it when she saw it? 
I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure on paper she's like, well, I don't want my daughter to get hurt, but then now she's seeing you do it. Yeah, and, like, and she even, it was funny, like, um, she came to my very first match at Hog, and then she came when I won um, the primetime championship, and she was like, you've gotten better, you seem more confident, so I'm like, even, <laughs> I'm like she doesn't even know wrestling. But so like, you won a belt, <laughs> and you bring it to your mom, and like, look, I'm a champion. Yeah. She's like, well, you've improved. Yeah, you've gotten- I mean, she was there for the match, though, so like, she's Okay, all right, yeah, there you go. But, show I mean, that support. Yeah, she actually <laughs> likes it, but you know, it's still at the same time like, oh, that looks like it hurts, and you know, just be careful and all that yeah. stuff. But she's opened up to it a lot yeah. more. My mother was so excited when I became a ring announcer. <laughs> she was so stoked. She was like, "See, now you can do the business without taking any yeah, bumps. You're good. Go. You're good." <laughs> I know my mom will be super excited if I make that transition to non wrestler. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think she liked it better when you were a manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so much having a whole building boo her daughter, yeah. but at least you weren't getting hurt. Exactly. <laughs> I told her to boo me. I was like, call me a whore, ma. Whatever you want. Just boo me. Don't Yeah, I was me. actually <laughs> going to bring that up. But actually, let's transition back because that's actually a very good point. The When, when we use the word heat in this industry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an insider term. Yeah. There aren't many insider terms left where the fans don't dabble and basically fuck it up on the internet because they yeah. don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like the word Barry. Yeah. Barry has like almost no value to it at all anymore course, now because yeah. you can win the world fucking title and be champion for 400 days, but if you lost on Monday, you're buried. It's the worst <laughs> fucking thing in the world. But there is one word that I want to talk about here with you, and that's heat. It's a very important word for you because you're a fucking heat magnet. Um, but you get a different type of heat, and that's not just you... For some reason, when it comes to heat, guys get one type of heat, mm-hmm. and then girls get a completely different type of heat. Guys, when they do heel things, they get booed. Boo, you suck. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Cool. When you get booed, yes, you do suck, yeah. and you, yes, I do hate you, but yeah. you're a bitch. You're a slut. You're a whore. Oh, yeah. You're a... You're a, a, a oh, it, it turns... It, it's, you're no longer just a manager when yeah. you get heat. Now you're the dirtiest fucking woman who's ever lived oh, on the cool. planet. And how do you turn Shayna off and, and deal with that? Because I'm sure if you were at Starbucks and someone called you a bitch, yeah. they would get a reaction. Yeah. Different than the ones <laughs> <laughs> if Ariella was called a bitch. You understand where I'm going yeah. with this? So mm-hmm. how is the transition for you? Like, in, is it is a mental thing with you where you're able to turn off certain idiots in the audience and who maybe take I, this thing a little a little I, too far i usually i try to tune them out as much as possible like i feel like you know try to feed off the heat okay they're booing they're mad but when they start with all that stuff i just try to tune it out because you know some of it's funny like sometimes one or two times i'm like i can't believe they just said that what's the worst level. thing you've heard though <laughs> i don't know um, i have personally heard you sitting ringside hear some ridiculous shit yeah um yeah, like whore, herpes. Um, yes. I'm trying to think, what else? You got um, a chant once. I think they did the because the, the 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 she's got herpes chant, the yeah, ECW chant. Yeah, stupid um, mittens. We yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I hate you, mittens. You're still an annoying little it, shit. It was the ECW <laughs> chant where the, she's got herpes. Yeah, or she's a hoe. Yeah, ho, yeah all <laughs> that stuff. Like, <laughs> and like, I want to laugh because you know it is funny, and I just try not to take it personally. It's like they yell yeah. that at everybody. Yeah, like, exactly. I know they're just attacking my character because at least I'm like, all right. 
They're reacting to me. Well, that's, that's the question we're having now. Hey guys, Orsini here. And if you've been following my show for the last few weeks, then you know that I've been on a bit of a weight loss journey. And as with every journey, there are bound to be a few bumps in the road. And for me, those bumps in the road always happen to be finding time to get to the gym. I know that's something you can relate to. That's why when I was helped up by my boy, Michael Buckley, he gave me the information that I knew I had to report to all of you, the squad of us. Because see, my man Michael is the owner, founding father, if you will, of Buckley Body Solutions. It's an online personal training service based on your current fitness level, your needs, and whatever it is you feel you want your goals to be. It's a monthly program, three workouts per week specifically created for you. Through detailed charts, photos, video demonstrations of each exercise, communications through text and email. There's a lot of things going on with this service. It's the new up-and-coming service. He's the new up-and-coming personal trainer. You've got to get on this. All you need to do is go to his website, BuckleyBodySolutions.com. You can even email him directly at Michael at BuckleyBodySolutions.com. And get this, folks. Get this specifically made for me, and which means it was made specifically for you if you you go to the website and subscribe now your first month will be 20% off all you need to do is use the promo code Orsini O-R-S-I-N-I and you can get 20% off of your first month hey it's very important to stay fit it is very important to keep yourself together take the first step no more excuses don't worry about it head over to the website BuckleyBodySolutions.com because with this pay-per-view coming up, there's a lot of self-reflection mm -hmm. happening in the industry now. Team Pazuzu yeah. just went out there uh, the other day with the eight-person uh, eight tag. is getting a lot of buzz right now because yeah. it was the four girls and the four guys oh, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, Shimmer's obviously been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. and, and now, the uh, you know, when the WWE made this announcement, everyone lost their fucking minds. Yeah. And it just seems like they were two sides to a fence there was no gray area yeah you were course. either really super for this or, or for some stupid reason just tremendously against it yep. and that's fine you're free to any opinion but it just seems like in 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 this forum you, you guys have always been treated different you guys have been yeah. attractions you've been uh uh side ventures you know there's a, there'll be 11 matches on the card is like one match for the girls yeah. and it's five minutes yep. and as sweaty as you guys can get and then get the fuck out. And, and then yeah. it's, it's been a gradual uh, uh, uprising, mm -hmm. but the uprising hasn't been happening. And this is just an opinion on my part. Hasn't been happening on the main stage. It just feels like all the heavy lifting was done elsewhere. Oh, yeah. People were on the uprise. Well, Impact did it first, right? Because yeah. Impact had the all knockouts pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. They had knockout tag team champions. Yeah. Then there's Shimmer, who's been an all-women's promotion for years. Yeah. And even before that, back in 92, they had the WOW promotion. They were mm -hmm. they were different pay-per-views along the way yeah. for Japanese women um, who were doing the, the personal style over there. So there's been other instances. So there's a lot of people jumping on this bandwagon now stating that the WWE is just, they're not really revolutionizing. They're just kind of jumping on something that's already been there. Yeah. As someone who is just now getting into her own groove as a performer, mm -hmm. do you find yourself... Do, do you see the landscape for what it is right now? Because there's a lot of people feeling right now that this might be the single greatest era for women's wrestling literally ever, ever of all time. Yep. The opportunities are there. 
that even 10 years ago seemed impossible to fathom. Yeah. So now you who are, you're currently on the indie level, mm-hmm. but now the door, se- does the door seem to you very open to achieve even greater success than when you thought you could have five years ago? Definitely. There's definitely a lot more opportunities. And I think, I know, like you said, like there's been two sides of that argument. Like WWE is just like running with it or whatever. Hey, they you're not a really promo artist, man. Shoot the promo. How do you feel about all that? I mean, I, I want you to answer the question, but at the same time, like just get the emotion out there. Like how, as a performing yourself, as a woman, all that stuff. Like, I was how do you excited feel about this? for it. Um, like, you know, of course, like the spoil is like, you know, I kind of knew what was happening because, you know, everything's spoiled on Twitter and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, all right, they're going to announce the all women's pay-per-view. So it wasn't. So I was already prepared for the announcement, kind of. So I can't say I had, like, not say I wasn't surprised, but it was, you know, just still hearing it. I know the women have worked so hard, just as hard as the men. And it's nice that they're finally getting recognition as well. It Like how they were saying in the promo, like, when they announced it, that not just diva matches, not three seconds, not just in bikinis or whatever. It's nice to see that the women are getting that chance and show that they can keep up with the men. And I love that. Absolutely, but that they've always kept up with the men. Yeah, and, and, but now and people are finally seeing. I don't think. I think people on the big stage, the, the casual seen. wrestling fan who yeah. only really watches the WWE, mm-hmm. who don't really pay attention to the indie scene or anything like that. Yeah. you know, L.A. Hollywood Boulevard, Fifth Avenue fans who are just oh, you yeah. know, it's WWE's in the house. Now this is their one time to see just the ladies do their yeah. thing and see where it goes. That's what I was for. Yeah, because uh, people were shitting a chicken oh, yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I had wrote down in one of the episodes that I did right. After, I think it was the episode, "The Evolution Is Here." I think it was forty-four. It's right after they made the announcement. Oh, wow. I did the five worst fucking things that I saw on Twitter about it, okay. and I can't remember off the top of my head most of them, but I know two in particular, the ones that literally pissed me off. And I have a penis. Yep. So it shouldn't have pissed me off. Yep. But it did piss me off because two of the things that I saw that really irked me, because the other ones you can have an opinion on back and forth, whatever. Yeah. But two that I knew were false as fuck yep. was it shouldn't be a big deal because Shimmer and Impact did it first, which yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. Because if you combined the viewer audience between Shimmer and Impact, it mm-hmm. wouldn't touch what the WWE's audience is. Yeah. So to which take that idea yeah. and... Luckily, Impact and Shimmer had perfected this idea because now WWE can take that and put it on this huge stage where literally millions of people. People I said on Twitter, I said there were more people who saw the announcement on Raw who probably even didn't even know that Impact and Shimmer existed. Yeah, Yeah, existed, right. So now that we have this conversation started on social media where the WWE makes this thing, now people are talking. Now, instead of shitting on the WWE for it, why don't you tag Shimmer and Impact to that so that other fans can see that product and you can bring more eyes to this? Instead of saying, fuck WWE, Shimmer did it first, say, hey, WWE fans, check it out. We've been doing it for a while here. If you want to get a sneak peek at what Evolution could look like. Because WWE has a lot of Shimmer talent on it. Mm -hmm. Becky Lynch, Paige, a lot of people who've been through Shimmer who are on WWE now. Come check it out and bring more eyes to the product. Fans don't want to bring more eyes to the product. They want to keep their little pocket together. They want to keep their little little niche. They want to keep them all to themselves. The second thing that I saw that pissed me off was they don't deserve it. That was the one. And she yeah. just made this face. She just made this crazy face. <laughs> and I and and this was my reasoning. And I want you to comment on that. Okay. But here's my reasoning about it. When I when I go to a wrestling show, and I've never worked for the WWE, but I've worked f- 
with all the WWE talent that's in there right now, and yeah. you have as well, because yeah. because we, the same place that I worked with them is the same place you worked yeah. with them, and I worked with all of them, and I can tell you, uh, the women that I've worked with have trained just as hard, mm-hmm. have traveled just as many roads, yep. have accumulated just as many miles, have just as many bumps and bruises, has just as many hospital bills, has yeah. just <laughs> as many has just as many missed birthdays and weddings, has just as many missed days and hours away from spouses and kids. Equal across the board. But they don't deserve it. Yeah. But the guys do, but they don't deserve it. What are your thoughts on the on the topic of well the women over there don't deserve it? I was gonna say we talk about things that like upset you. My favorite counter argument was where's the all men's pay per view? Did you see that yes, argument? I That's did. funny. And then somebody wrote Maddie a May, thousand. If you're like listening, a, it was like a hundred and ten. Yeah, it was like a hundred and ten <laughs> lists of pay per views yeah. that didn't have not one woman, or like yeah. one men's match or anything. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't know. People just want to talk. I think and. <laughs> You know, I don't know. You've had all men pay-per-views. You've had all men Raws. You've had all men Smackdowns. Yeah. You've had all men Sunday Night Heats. Yep. You've had all men Superstars. You've had all men 205 Lives. You've yeah. had all men literally everything. Exactly. <laughs> but where's the all yeah. men's pay-per-view? <laughs> where's the all men's so, pay-per-view? I don't know. Go to the network. You can see a bunch of them for nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check the network. They, they, somebody wrote a list, and it was like at least 120 that had not one woman. So I was like, all right, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, people just, I don't know, they just want to talk and hear themselves talk, and I don't know. Like you said, the women have worked just as hard as men. They deserve They've it. They've done literally and the same things. And it's going to do well, and I'm happy for it. The same yeah. things. They've literally done the same things. If anything, they've made more of a sacrifice because I, I've heard a lot of women wrestlers tell me that they're, they, they're afraid almost to get pregnant because yeah. it's like, if I get pregnant, I may never get booked again. Yeah. My body is going to be fine after but no. no one sees me as no. the same. And then you lose your spot and stuff like that. Because I felt that way. Not that spot. I was pre- Some women lose their jobs. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they like, lose oh, bookings w- altogether yeah. from guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even like when I like when I took my hiatus, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna come back and you know it's gonna be like I'm gonna literally have to start over and you know what if nobody wants to book me and all that. But you know I've been lucky, so. You know, Actually, let's, let's talk about that because that's a little bit of a success story. I'm, I'm I, I have you on the show here, and I'm not here to blow smoke or anybody. I, I don't need to. Yeah. I'm not in a position. You you can't help my career in any way. So <laughs> yes, but, I can. Uh, yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> that's actually you're helping my career right now with this episode. Oh, but <laughs> but um, you 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 did take a hiatus after you left House of Glory, and mm-hmm. um, I'm very proud of you because a lot of people who leave the company because in New York City it is the company. Yeah. Um, and that, not just New York, but every state kind of has that company that runs that state. Yeah. People say the territorial days are gone, but I really don't believe that. I've traveled around enough to know that it is still kind of territorial. Yeah. And each state kind of has like that company, that fed. And when you leave, it's very hard to pick up and, and yeah. muster on and have that strength on. How nervous were you? After making the decision, okay, this is not a good atmosphere for me anymore. Yeah. I have to move on with my life and my career. Where was where? What happened during this hiatus? Um, well, you were gone for a while. You took a break, break. Yeah, because um, I had left. I left Hog. I wrestled for a little bit, and then I took like my complete hiatus. I at the time was just dealing with depression issues, and I wasn't focused. I wasn't training. I wasn't putting the effort that I felt needed to be put in. And right. it's not fair to other people that are working, you know, 
busting their ass all the time and training, you know, a couple times a week, going to the gym, doing, putting all this effort. And then I'm just there like, oh, whatever, but I'm still getting booked. And I didn't think that was fair. And I was like, I want to get my shit together first, get, you know, and then get myself refocused and then I can come back and, you know, we'll see what happens from here. So, you know, I was worried about it in a sense, like, because at the time I wasn't sure if I wanted to come back. So I guess I wasn't really as worried, like, what's going to happen to me. But I'm like, you know, let me just fix myself first. And then whatever happens, happens. And you, in order for Ariella to exist, you had to fix Shayna. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, I've been there twice. Yeah. Okay? And this is why I, you can call it arrogance. I don't really care. I'm confident enough in my abilities to know that if I want to be here, I will be here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't always have that. The yeah. first time around when I was in this business, I left and I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. Because when you're running hard for forever, yeah. when you stop, people have short-term memories, and it's like, okay, well, he stopped, he's done, and people mm-hmm. forget you. And thankfully, I had guys like Brandon and, and and a lot of personal friends in the business who never really forgot me and kept me in mind for things. And yeah. and I've been very blessed with that. So I I was gone literally five years. Wow. Because I I was with my wife, we were going through a lot of personal issues. Not like we were fighting, but like literally yeah. life issues, like yeah. rent and money and jobs. Yeah. We were transitioning. Life gets in the way yeah, life gets in the way sometimes. And and so when I had when we were stable again, and mm-hmm. literally had my friend come over and say, "Listen, we're doing a Fed. We're doing a thing. We'd like to have you on board." And I did it, and <laughs> that was it. It all started up. And literally a year later, I met you, and I was yep. at Hog, and and forget it. That was it. Um, when I left Hog. And when I left, literally, I left Hog and literally all my bookings. Like, mm-hmm. I, it was all in the same summer. Yeah. Because that's when school kicked up. So it was just like, I have to make a decision down the line. Mm-hmm. I've been very blessed in the sense that uh, I haven't been forgotten by that. Yeah. So when I started doing the show, um, even like in your case, I sent you a message. It's like, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. Yep. I otherwise, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know if I would have gotten you on the show had I not already known you for five yeah. years. <laughs> it's like, you want me to go where to do what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm all set. Thank you. I'll call yeah. you on Skype. But like the, these kind of relationships. Yes, like the he one made me have. travel to Brooklyn, people. Yes, Brooklyn. He, yes, she went through three, three worlds to get right here. <laughs> <laughs> she did that. I'm assuming she did it because she likes me. Yeah. So, okay. He's all right. He's all right. He's a cool guy guy but um yeah so it, it, it there's that relationship there like mm-hmm. not just us but like in general do you feel like you're more a part of the fraternity now than you were when you were at hog um because now because yeah, that was because always my thing i just want to be one of the boys i just want to be part of the fraternity yeah i want that respect i want somebody to look at me and be like yeah he's He's good. Yeah, I would say that too. Are you getting that vibe now? Yeah, and like you said, people didn't forget about me when I left. Right. It was funny. I've had a couple promoters like, oh my, hey, taking bookings? Like, no, I announced that I quit. Checking in, yeah. (laughs) So you're still out? Yeah, yeah. so it was nice. (laughs) And um, like even coming back, people are like, I'm glad you're back. You know, it's funny. I still have fans commenting when you're coming back to Hog. I'm like, they remember me from Hog? Like, it was so long ago. And, you know, like the storylines have developed so much there. I'm like, I can't believe fans remember which is nice and they have no remembrance of me huh the hog fans they do they, well, not of me really of you yes okay. not of me how could you not remember aj <laughs> none none wow. um uh, well, you were more hidden i guess because you're like you know in commentary i don't know i know i was a backstage guy that's why yeah that's why it's funny because brian pumps me 
And like he was so important, and he he did yeah. so much things for us. But everything that I did was behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell more of a story of how important I was to Hog during that transition period than literally anybody because you were there behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like you know the shit that I did. Yeah. Like you you know what it took, like the way that I wrote things out and the way that I did commentary and ring announcing, mm-hmm. the way that I helped with the actual shows. Yeah. The fights that I had with Brian and Sal for oh, certain God. talent. <laughs> yeah. Especially you and Ken. Because mm-hmm. I remember uh, one of the things that, and I'll, I'll go ahead and tell the story right now is uh, when I first started there, the plan was to make me the commentator from day one. Okay. The problem is is that you guys weren't really in a position where you were doing DVDs and commentary. Yeah. You guys were kind of based, this was very early hog. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it, it's 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 very live show oriented. They were really making their money off of the shows yeah. themselves. So I was doing the ring announcing up until they got David Adams, and then I was doing the interviewing at that point. Oh yeah. So I was doing interviews. So Hog, ha- I mean, Hog always had like top talent coming in. So it was like AJ Styles yeah. and the Young Bucks, and I'm interviewing all these people. But my whole thing was is that you're trying to get like I'm interviewing AJ Styles and the Young Bucks, all the time, but they're wrestling your students. Yeah. And in normal wrestling 101. The, the you have one side of the argument and then you have the other. Yeah. I said, you, you can't have me interview the Young Bucks but not interview their opponents. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But their opponents were students. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that Brian's whole thing was, oh, I'm trying to protect them because not all of them could do promos just yet. It's like, I understand that. Yeah. But I had a list in front of me. I was like, this guy can do a promo, no problem. This guy can do a promo, no problem. And you were on that list because mm-hmm. they wanted Ken to get over. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, you have someone in his corner who can fucking talk. Yeah. Let's talk. So, and they would, no, no. And we would just, uh, I fucking oh, shit man. you not. Like for like the whole show, I'd be fuck. We would be battling. Because yeah. it's just like, because at one point, I, like, I would just turn, I, I, I'm just going to turn the camera on and just do it because yeah. I don't give a shit at this point. But after a while, and how like, are we supposed to learn how to do promos if we don't get the opportunity? Right. Even if I don't air the promo, yeah. I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. I have the camera. The show's going on. Mm-hmm. Just let him get in front of the camera and yeah. do some shit. I think he was worried that if I had you guys on film that I would put it up. And I kept telling him, was like, it's not, it's yeah. not about that. Yeah. If anything, take the footage yourself. Mm-hmm. Assess where they are and fix it. Yeah. The only problem with that is, and again, this is me saying it. It's not you. It's yeah. me. Brian and Red are not exactly known for their promos. They were in-ring performers. They were great in-ring performers, mm-hmm. but they're not exactly known for their promos, which is mm-hmm. where I came in because I was helping the talent with their promos. Yep. You know, even the great Anthony Gangone at mm-hmm. one point sat down with me and we went over promos. Every, yeah. Everybody, you sat down with me, went over promos. Ken, everybody sat down with me and did promos. Mm-hmm. So I was I, I was very, uh, I was trying to, 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 to get him on board with that. So there was always battles, but you <laughs> were always top, to me, top five. Okay. There was always like a group. There was a small splinter cell of like, even back then, like the young, young days of people yep. who were at least comfortable enough to speak to the camera yeah. and then coachable enough to do your one take, cut, and then I would be like, okay, Fix this that's great, but then do this, 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 and take away this. Yeah. A- and then you would do it. Yep. Like you did it, and like there were a few that did it, but you were, you were like the only girl we had. Yep. Which must be the story of your entire fucking career. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'm the one girl doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and yet still better than most of the fucking roster that was there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about, because uh, you said you won the primetime championship. How many championships have you held? Minus the one you currently hold. Uh, some have two championships right now, primetime and capital. Both? Yes. Current primetime yep. as well. 
Yep. You got dual belts. Yes. And you didn't bring any of them to my house I, for photo ops. Oh, I'm joking. Capitals in my car. Go get it if you want. <laughs> it's in the trunk. <laughs> I hope it's the trunk. Don't leave that in the back seat. Yeah, no, it's, it's in Brooklyn. The trunk. It's okay. In the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you are the current primetime wrestling uh, women's champion. Correct. Yep. And the capital wrestling women's champion. Correct. I'm trying to be correct because sometimes these companies have weird fucking names. Yep. It's the knockout. Or the women, or the Y chromosome championship. I don't fucking know. <laughs> y chromosome. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, there's some weird fucking belts out there, man. Oh Jesus! But so you're you got two championships now. You're the first dual champion to send my couch. So there we go. We're oh, making nice. we're making that official. Yep. Mike Law, you might have to step it up, bro. <laughs> the ECWA Heavyweight Championship is not enough anymore. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. And uh, the last interview I did was uh, Ronnie Burton, the guy that you know about from wrestling over in yep. Capital Wrestling. And let's talk a little bit about Capital Wrestling. You, you've been there um, not long. You haven't nope. been there long. Um, you came in, you did some interview stuff with them, which was great. And then you basically became the yep. champion. I went to Athens, Greece. Yeah. Won a tournament. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Beat the, three women in the same night. The old Rio de Janeiro storyline. Yes. <laughs> it was Athens, Greece. Thank you. Oh, and okay. Athens, Greece. Yep. You beat three women in one night. And that <laughs> overcame made me the, the, inaug- <laughs> the inaugural Capital Women's Champion. There you go. And for true those story. Of, exactly. The true, not only a true story, but we'll add to the story. You've had your first uh, successful title defense. I sure did. And then who did you defeat on this show? Corinne Mink. The golden girl herself. Oh, the, not that golden. She didn't walk away with the gold on that true, night. True, true, true. So. <laughs> <laughs> and primetime wrestling, that's located where? In Jersey. Also in Jersey. Yep. Like Midway or like also um, Northern Jersey? We, they ran a few times in Ridgefield Park. I know they, they I missed one show that they ran in PA. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Who doesn't run in Ridgefield <laughs> Park know. anymore? Jeez, that poor and they're on hiatus for the summer, so in September they should be back. So, so we're guaranteed at least another three months. Yes. Or <laughs> two of, months, of, whatever. Two months, yeah. yes, of, of so. Ariella Nix's glorious reign as yes. women's champion. <laughs> Talk to me about um, uh, uh, the answer to my prayers. Where, where did that come from? Um, well, I was looking up trying to come up with my name and my character right and originally i had the name alana nix and at that time that's when rusev and lana blew up so i was like alana sounds too much like lana yeah. i want something different so but i was like i like how the a sounds with nix like i want like similar letters or something like that so i was looking up a names and um the name arabella came up and I was like, I don't really like the name. And like, all the names had meanings, like what, like what the name meant. And I was like, Arabella. And it was like, answered prayer. And I was like, oh, the answer to your prayers. I was, I was like, I'm going to use that. And then wow. I was looking up names. And then I came up to Ariella and I met Lioness of God. I was like, that sounds hot. Ariella Nix, it flows. Answer to your prayers. Hard there to spell, <laughs> but it's nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone spells it wrong. Sometimes people put two L's instead of one. That's about <laughs> <laughs> one L in Ariella. Think of like the mermaid and then put an A at the end. <laughs> You're so good at, at the character. You've, you've made it your own. Um, how, how was that transition from manager to wrestler? Because you spent so many years saying, this person is going to do this. This yeah. person is going to do that. And now your job is to say, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. So for those managers out there who are getting that itch, explain now how that transition works from manager to, to wrestler. Um, I don't know. It's hard because, like you said, I'm used to putting everybody else over, and then I'm like, it's me. I'm like, yeah, I'm and then nobody. one day it's just me. Like, you know, it's like, like, whatever. Like, who cares about me? Now I'm the awesome one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, eh, you know, 
it's me. I'm all right. <laughs> you know, I'm still getting there. To I like only have two chance. I don't know why that's not your default picture. Just you holding two belts, like right I there. I know. I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will do that soon with both belts. <laughs> Every time we uh, we talk women's wrestling, yep. all right, and and that's. You're a card-carrying member at this point. Two belts <laughs> yeah. right here, strapped. Prime time's on hiatus, but Capital Wrestling and not. Talk to me. I, I've had, as a matter of fact, I think my last two interviews were Capital people. Oh, wow. It wasn't even supposed to be that way. I just, yeah. I just invited it my just friends over out. to the house. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, how has your experience thus far been with Capital Wrestling? It's been great. Um, it's definitely a different experience. I love that they're focused on building like a TV show along with the live show. Right. So it's different. Most indie shows, you know, just live show. They might record it for like DVDs, things like that. So just getting to see them put together a show out of this and like the production quality is phenomenal. Mm. And I work like, you know, I work TV shoot jobs. So seeing like, I know they know what they're doing and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he being Matt Ryan. I've worked yeah. with Matt Ryan before, as you know, and yeah. he is one of the most tenacious motherfuckers. <laughs> I have ever met. I have invited him to this house to do an interview for my show about 3,000 times. Oh, my God. And um, one time I canceled. Two okay. times he's canceled. Gotcha. So I have not yet had the boss on, but yep. I've had three of his roster members on my fucking couch. Yep. So, Matt, if you're listening, bring your ass over here yes, so we Matt. can do this shit because... <laughs> I, I know. I know oh, that's going to be the best interview between the two of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Matt Ryan is literally one of the best talkers I have ever had the privilege of working counter to. Yep. Uh, we've done promos against each other. We've done commentary together. It's, we've been all over the map. He's a great dude, and um, he he came to me one day and he goes, "Dude, I need I need some help." And I said, "Okay." He does that every now and then. I don't yeah. know if you know. I don't know if he's told you, but a lot of the capital stuff that's happened. Yeah. Um, He's come to me and he's like, you know, what would you do? Because mm-hmm. we've done this before. You know, yeah. you, you worked for us in 2KW Pro. And, yep. and I miss so we, 2KW. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, makes all, that makes two of us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, he's come to me a few times and I would give my opinion. Sometimes mm-hmm. he uses him, sometimes he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, need a, I need a badass female on my roster. I, I need something that's different. I need someone that can work and, and, and follow what I need done and da 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 because you know he's very particular. You've worked with him now yeah. a couple times. He's very particular in what he wants and how mm-hmm. he wants it done and all this other stuff. So I can't pitch. Like whenever I pitch talent to somebody who asks, I have mm-hmm. to pick, I always pick to try to pick the person that fits yeah. to what the person is asking for. Exactly. Not so much the just best talent. Names yeah, I yeah. can't just throw, yeah, because some people will be like, oh, i got a whole litany of, of people. Who just, no, I, I, I want to be specific. So I we spoke for like 30 minutes, and he was like, I need this. Da, 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 da. There's only one, you know, my brain said, one result popped up. I said, you got to call Ariel next. And he's like, oh, I don't know, because of the heat, because he still works with Hog. Yeah. And I'm like, this, does Brian work capital? No. Yeah. Then, and it as far as I know, there's no heat with me. There all, isn't. So. There isn't. That's yeah. just why I'm trying to tell him. Yeah. I was like, I, you're you're projecting all the wrong emotions. Listen, book, you want to book your company the right way? You, you want someone who's going to go in there and kick ass and get in front of the camera and not yeah. shit herself and all that kind of stuff? You call Shana. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And and he hit you up. And that is as far as my involvement was. And uh, the next thing I knew, you're, you got on, me booked. you're on TV <laughs> and you're you're wearing the champion. the championship. Right, and yeah. I'm like... And, and my wife goes, oh, she's doing really good. I said, okay, but she's doing good. Yeah. I didn't do that. And that's the story of literally my whole career. Well, I just point. You just point. I just point. 
and and, uh, and but you point to the right direction. Yeah, because so because like talent. I remember <laughs> I remember Montekia. Yeah. Uh, before Caveman and Monty and Josh Glide and mm-hmm. and Ever Evander James all yeah. went to House of Glory, they were in the Bronx, mm-hmm. just fiddling around doing yeah. shit, and they were like, I don't know, we're good. we got to take this to the next level. I got to figure something out. Yeah. So I called Brian. Yeah. I said I got a, a group of hungry kids that just want to do shit. I said, would you take them? Because at that time there was like a little thing going on between quote-unquote Bronx people and yeah. Enhanced the Glory. And I said, these guys are really talented. If you got them and they committed to you, mm-hmm. they're going to be huge for you. And then he yeah. was like, all right. And the next thing you know, yep. <laughs> they're all over the place. So sure. uh, uh, I, I want you now to, to give me your your um, your opinion on where Ariella Nix goes next. You're traveling around. What's the ultimate goal? What's the point to all this? Where where are you trying to head to? Overall goal. I mean, yeah. reach high here. I mean, the door, like you said, you said it yourself. Overgo- door is open. So where Overall do you want to go? Goal, I would say WWE. That's, you know, WWE. There's no other me. answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. There's no other answer. Yeah. That's like, the, I, that would be the ultimate goal, you know. No. G- I grew up watching it, like I said, since I was four years old. Exactly. Of course, I would love to Your be on that Your dad would shit a chicken. Yes. <laughs> if you wound up in the performance center and you were right? able to pop on. The he would be like the proudest dad. I would see like how Ric Flair, you see how proud he is every time Charlotte comes out. It's so adorable. He that literally would be my dad cries like, every yeah. time he sees yeah. her. Literally <laughs> every time. That would be my dad. He'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> if you made it to the WWE. And, and, and I'm gonna put the idea in your head now. And Dad, if you're listening, yes, uh, I, I want I, I want I want you to be known that I'm the one who came up with this idea. Okay. If your daughter gets signed, right, and I don't care what level she's at, performance center, NXT, main roster, whatever, yep. they all get invites to the Hall of Fame. Yep. If she does not take you to the Hall of Fame <laughs> as her date. <laughs> As her plus one, yep. she's failed you as a daughter. Oh. Okay, I, I'm the one saying it. She needs to at least for yes. the first year. At least the first okay. year. Yes, you know, I will bring dad to the hall of fame. Because I don't want to put your marital status out there for public. I'm just going to assume yeah. that you're doing your own thing. But dad, dad needs to get the first ticket. Okay, okay. at least the first one. Yes, all the, right, the, dad. The first one to go, and he can see all of his legends. And yes, because yeah, you know your dad's going oh, to put you over. Yeah. Dad's going to put you over every handshake. You know my daughter. Uh, she's yeah. an NXT oh, he superstar. does that all the time. Like he just tells everybody, "Oh yeah, she's a wrestler. She's it." Like it's so cute. I'm like, "Oh." You know what you gotta do here? If you really want to get brownie points with your dad, check it. They can't see it, but if you notice on my wall, mm-hmm. I have my first uh, my first eight by ten. It's covered with um, uh, cards right now, but yep. it's my first eight by ten with my traditional point, and uh, I like autographed it, and I have all this different stuff. I have two copies of that. My wife has one; she put it up there. My okay. mom has one in, in her house. And um, in, in that picture right there, I mean, when I gave it to them, forget it. They were just like, they. I felt like a big superstar at that point. Yeah. You've got two belts sitting in your fucking house. <laughs> you need to take the eight by ten right now, the two belts right there, boom, yeah. autograph that, send that in for the birthday gift, baby. It's like uh. a championship <laughs> gift right there. Right. You're at the top of the, your game right now. Yes. Are there... You, you've been in the, uh, if you go to YouTube right now, for those of you listening, if you go to YouTube right now and you search Ariel and Nick's Wrestling, which is what I did before you came in because I wanted to mm-hmm. get a look at some of the stuff. Um, I've seen you pretty much from the beginning, but even I had to catch up on your recent stuff because yep. you're just all over the place. I, I can't <laughs> keep up. Yeah. Uh, but I did try to keep up today. I like brought oh, up good. a bunch of stuff. you got four ways on there. You, you've got mm-hmm. some pretty intense matches on there. So if you search on YouTube, you can find those things. You've been in the ring with some pretty talented ladies thus far. Yep. Is there anybody out there right now in the game 
that you're looking at saying, okay, I, I want I want her next because I know she's going to raise my game to the next level. Well, I'm getting that match next week against Jordan Grace at Capital. Yes. If anybody's going to raise my game, it's going to be it's her. Get, she's going to beat the shit out of you. She sure is. That's what I said to people. I was like, come watch my funeral. You're my, you're my friend. You're my boy. Oh, she, uh, and I'm she's going to beat your ass. And I'm looking forward to every she's second tough. of it. She's tough. No, she's really good. She's a safe worker. I've never... Yeah. I've never you're you're gonna work though. Yeah. You're gonna work on that match. Yeah. I'm looking for is that and it's your definitely championship be... is on the line. Yep. I am assuming. All yes. right. Cool. So. Listen, it's all about the build up, man. It, yep. it, I know you can do your thing. You got to sell that match, man. Promos, all kinds of shit. Do your yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, she's gonna beat my ass. That's the I'm one that's that's the one that's already booked. That's an easy yeah. choice. Is there anybody else there that, out, out there that you've seen that uh, that you haven't worked with yet? That's not currently already on the docket. Yeah. Right. That you'd like to to uh, to get in the ring with. There's so many. Oh, my God. Because it seems to be a lot of the lines blurred. It's like there's yeah. so many indie women now who are, like, dabbling with WWE or yeah. dabbling with Impact, where it's just like there's so much exposure on some of these women now. Yeah. So is there anybody, like, work right, rise where you're like, I think I would work? Who do you think, like, you would work the best with? Where it's just like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, who, I don't know who I would work the best with. Um, there's so many, like. Like half, like all those girls that you said, like were first May Young Classic. That you see now, all of them are coming back, right. or there's yeah, some new ones, some like returning. All those girls are made. I would love to have a match with any of them. The, yeah, yeah, the, the like, one that I would have picked, and unfortunately now it can't happen because she got signed. <laughs> when we originally spoke about mm. doing this this interview, I had someone in mind, but literally in the time period from which we last spoke to now, she mm. got signed. So it's not gonna. I would have loved to have seen you and Deanna. She was uh, my very Deanna first opponent. Oh, you've already wrestled her. She was one of she your first opponents. She was my very opponent. first opponent. Okay. Yeah, I wrestled her. No, but her see, I want to see current. Eric. Current, yeah. <laughs> see, you was one of your first opponents. That was back when you were learning. You were yeah. dual champion yeah. next <laughs> now. So. She was my very first opponent. Yeah, now you so. would hand her her Italian ass now, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the story, right? She's full Italian. You're not full Italian. Yeah. So it's like, that would be the buildup. Yes, Italian versus Afro-Italian. Yeah, because you know how Italians are about mixed blood. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I've yeah. seen way too many Joe Pesci movies to see <laughs> how that works out. Right. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately. Oh my god. Listen, I have had a lot of fun here. I have had. A lot of, are you having fun with this? A little old, bit. Uh, a little right. bit. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she's telling the truth. That's yeah, the thing about it is she's giving it to you for real, folks. <laughs> all right. This is the part here where we get into. For those of you fans out there, you already know where I'm headed with this. But you, Miss Nix, we are heading to the nine rafts. Uh-oh. Okay, this is the nine randomest fuck questions. <laughs> I'm supposed. I've been doing segments with the show recently because I'm trying to be more professional now because I'm on Spotify and all this other stuff. Yep. So I've got like, these little jingles, and you can't hear it now, but uh, yeah. I'm gonna add them in later when you hear when you re- when you listen to this back, you'll hear like a the like little a little thing, and it's gonna happen right here. <laughs> they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. See that? That's my audio spot right there. I'm going to pause it, and I'm going to put some music <laughs> in right there. And these are the nine rafts. Rafts meaning random as fuck. These questions are... Actually, for you, there is one one question in here that was wrestling-related. I try to do at least one for everybody, so you okay. got your one. Um, but the other ones are not wrestling-related. These are all just random as fuck questions that I promise you... No one has ever fucking asked you an in interview right. before. I know you've done a bunch of interviews, but you've never been asked these questions before. So we're going to start off. Miss Ariel Linux, are you ready for your nine rafts? I'm ready. You are <laughs> ready. Okay. 
All right, so number one, we're going to set you off with a marry, fuck, kill. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you have to honor, answer all these questions, honestly. Okay. Marry, fuck, kill. Walmart, Target, Kmart. Marry Walmart. Oh. I don't know. Uh, fuck Target, I guess, and kill Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but that's good, though. That's good, though. If that's your answer, that's your answer. When we were coming up with that question, my wife my, my wife actually came up with this question. Oh, wow. And, and you know, it was funny because we were when I put these questions together, sometimes we try to answer them ourselves. Yeah. And for that one, we had almost the same exact thing you had. We just had reversed it. Because oh, wow. uh, we, we said um, we said Mary Target, fuck Walmart. But the only reason why we said that is because we live in New York. Yeah. There's a bunch of Targets. There's exactly. like no Walmart I was thinking here. that after I said it too. Because I'm like, I always go to Target, but and right. then the Walmart that I go to is closing. But, so here, like, no. but here in Brooklyn, if you go, uh, if you go uh, west, like toward Long Island, mm. there's a, uh, I'm sorry, east toward Long Island. There's a, a a Walmart in Valley Stream. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. what happens is is the our logic was is that we're gonna marry Target because Target's everywhere. Yeah. Target's reliable. Exactly. Target's there for <laughs> yeah. you. I have to go to the boonies, the darkness of to secret it. to yeah. fuck Walmart. Exactly. I realized after I said it, I'm like, like, I like Walmart, yeah. but like, you, I don't get to Walmart <laughs> often, so I'm like, I should. Walmart's like a side piece. It's off to the side yep. in the cut, waiting for me to come by. And it's crazy because I can walk to a Kmart by my house, but I still try to Target. <laughs> There you go. So we all killed Kmart. Fuck Poor you, Kmart. Kmart. <laughs> Fuck you have Kmart. little Caesars, though, so we'll forgive you. Uh, oh, they do. That's right. They do have little Caesars. That's right. Whenever I took my son to the Bronx, there's a, uh, there's a Kmart with the Caesars in there. Uh, question number two. Okay, you're gonna. You said that you do uh, uh, some shoot stuff with uh, TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, I knew that beforehand, so I set this question up. Okay, you are now the producer. You have the option of. Renewing a show for life, right? You love this show so much, you would renew it. A new season every year for life. Okay. And I need you to cancel a show okay. that could never be seen again. Okay. I know all these reboots happen, but once you cancel this show, fuck it. So okay. what's the show you love so much that you would just renew it forever? And the show you hate so much, you just cancel for life. I never want to see this shit ever again. See, that's hard because my original answer, like, my first thought of renewing a show would be the Golden Girls, but that's not possible because they're not alive, yeah. except for Betty White. She's going <laughs> to outlive us all, and I can't wait. That's right. Um, she will outlive us yeah. all. Yeah. God bless her. My I love that woman. going to bury her. <laughs> all right. Let's see. So let me think of Lisa with a cast that's alive. Um, there you go. I don't know. This is hard. I didn't think this was going to be the one that got you. I got one later I thought was going to get you. Hmm. Well, can you think of one that you would cancel for sure? What's the one you... Uh, you're, you're having trouble with the one you love. What about the one you hate? What do I hate? Um, the greatest heel in the business. Have no hate for I sure. Know, I have no hate for shows. <laughs> what show do I think is awful? I don't know because I don't watch them. <laughs> Can we come back? I got to think about this. All right, we'll come back. We'll come okay. back. We'll come Sorry, back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, which rug rat are you? 
Angelica. Oh, it's too easy. Yes. <laughs> it's too it's easy. It's funny. Um, I'm a Susie was, Carmichael. Uh, no. <laughs> my cousin and I, when we grew up, we were Angelica and Tommy. And he just literally had a baby last week. And his wife did, I should say, rather. Yeah, and he didn't do shit. <laughs> he had the baby. Yeah. So I was, like, you, I was like, my rugrat has a rugrat. He was like, yep, she's going to be the new Angelica. You got replaced. I was like, no, you can't replace uh, you're me. You're done. You're putting, you're putting put out the pasture. And now I'm like, all right, I got to train her. Yeah, you're the old model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question yeah. number four. Which actress would you use as a bottle du- body double for a nude scene in a movie? Maybe Scarlett Johansson. She has a hot body. She does have a hot body, but she's significantly paler than you are. True. <laughs> I'm kind of pale, but she's... Well, we You're can, not you pale. You have you a natural spray tan. tan her or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Scarlett Johansson, that's, that's, that's yeah, the answer. I would say, yeah, she has like curves and stuff. God she's damn cute. it. She's in everything. I know. <laughs> there are other women with curves. <laughs> I'm trying to think somebody that's like kind of... Well, she's kind of similar to my body type, but not really. I don't know. Well, you're curvy. Yeah. All so right. I was trying to think like thin, kind of curvy, not too, like, you know, like big, huge ass or something, because that's not me. <laughs> Top heavy, so Scarlet works. Yeah. There you go. Question number five. What is your third favorite restaurant? Third favorite wrestler? Third favorite restaurant. Oh, restaurant. Third favorite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First ones Whenever you say What's your favorite restaurant People usually have a go to Third yeah. Fucks people's brains up Yeah that's <laughs> I'm thinking I'm like I'm thinking Alright I have my number one See third's good Because not only You have to think of your favorite You have to think <laughs> about Your second yeah. favorite Is this the one You thought was gonna stump me Yes <laughs> Okay um. Third favorite restaurant Yes Alright yeah I'm kind of stumped um, Trying to think Let's see What's your favorite uh, this Italian place called Giovanni's. That's near my house. It's like a local place. No, 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 I, I made this question before you came to my house. Okay. I did not anticipate that you would walk in here with a Deadpool shirt. Nope. Okay, so on that note. It's a Deadpool Golden Girls mashup. There you go. See? Golden so, Girls. So on that note, yep. are you pro or anti-registration? <laughs> <laughs> we are mind-fucking her tonight. Am I pro or anti-registration? Yes. yes. <laughs> I know you know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> We're coming back to all Neither? You're just going to run to Canada like Luke Cage did? Yep. <laughs> I'll take that as an answer for six because we already have to come back to the other yeah, two. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So I'll I'm take on. that. She's neither pro nor anti. She will flee the country. Nope. Like, Oh, she's going to go to Wakanda. <laughs> yep. Which is a neutral place. Exactly. Uh, question number seven. Which award show would you love to be invited to? I mean, Oscars, Grammys, that kind of thing. What, which award show would you really love to attend? And don't say the VMAs. The Slammies. <laughs> <laughs> the Slammies. That is the best answer yes, yet. Oh, there yes. Go. There you go. That was a clever one. I actually did not <laughs> think about that when I wrote that question. But that is the best answer yes. ever. 
Question number eight. What's the one stereotypical thing people assume about you because you are a woman? What's the one pet peeve you've got where it's just, they just assume this about you? That I don't understand sports and that I can't drive. Yes, those are all, yes. Imagine being an Asian woman. That's oh like, my God. <laughs> that's like double trouble on both of those yep. things. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was actually real. Yeah, that would be, that would fit perfectly. Yes. I don't want to ask question number nine yet because you still didn't answer the answer. Ah. Nine, we're going to talk about a little bit. Okay. It's gonna, so we're going to go back to the top here. Show okay. you would cancel, show you would renew. Okay. Show would bring back... One of my favorites, and I was very disappointed with the ending, which I think most people were, Dexter. So okay, I want to bring fair. it back. So that do we it right. Yeah, redeem it. itself. Redeem itself. All right, one show that I would cancel. Would you keep it, would you keep it canon, though? Like, because it ended with him being that construction worker. Yeah. So the next season, episode one, do we start there, and then we get the ball rolling back into an actual finish? I mean, I guess because it's Or just hard. reboot the whole fucking thing. Start it all over again. You and, fucked and up. Start it all. Let's start, <laughs> start it all it, over. Bring it around. <laughs> bring John Lithgow back. That one. Let's do that oh, season. Oh, Jesus. That season was phenomenal. Oh, my God. What was that one character? Diane or... Uh, I called her Horseface, but you don't know who Horseface is. My wife would know who Horseface is. What's the chick that he killed in like the last season? Straight hair, white lady, kind of tall, not a whole lot of body. I forgot what. Oh, her f- the one was like his wife, like not the second one, something like he started. No, dating. she was a cop. Huh? She was a, one of the cops. Oh, oh, oh! What the hell was her name? Exactly. That's what a trouble I'm having too. Yeah. God damn it! I Spanish hate one, right? Is she Spanish? I'm not entirely sure. Or, or her she sister? Are you talking about his, the one that was this? I don't know. No, We're he didn't kill the sister. I don't remember. I'll come back to that. Okay. That's just all right. All right you got that's can- the renew one, but what about the cancel one? What's currently airing right now? Where you're like, fuck this, get rid of it. This cannot be that hard. It's, there's so many shitty shows out. Just pick one. There's so many shitty shows. Um, why can't I think of a show? I can't believe this was the one that fucked you. I know. <laughs> All right. We'll think Walking of- Dead. That show is terrible. Okay, Cancel there you go. Cancel that. I co-signed this shit. Yes, I knew there was one that was not there. Only, not, not only do I co-sign it, but Rick co-signs it because he's <laughs> out. Yes. Um, third favorite restaurant. Giovanni's is number one. I'm assuming White Castle's number two. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> First uh, of all, White Castle doesn't qualify as a restaurant. Let alone. Sure um. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is number two. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just spitballing at this point. Yeah. What's the third third favorite restaurant? Let's go with Seafood City. They have great drinks in City Island. Now, you are super local. <laughs> she's, she's not even thinking of chains. She's I know. I like, thought of chains, but I didn't know if that was too... You are a... Are you a foodie? Kind of. Sometimes. Somewhat. Not as yeah. obsessed. You're yeah. just you're very particular about your palate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, man. A first date with you must be very difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, say, hey, you want to go on a date to Bennigan's? Uh, no. What's wrong with Bennigan's? I don't know. You tell me what's wrong with Bennigan's. <laughs> Bennigan's is a chain. You didn't pay like any Bennigan's. changes. I like Bennigan's. Give me those coupons. Like, oh, you saw that South Park episode where they were like in Canada and they were giving out the Bennigan's coupons. <laughs> you want to go to Shenanigans or something? <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number nine. Finally, the final question. You have successfully answered all of the other ones. Yes. Question number nine. We're making it official as of right now. You are booked. On WWE Evolution, the all-women's pay-per-view, you tell me, who is your dream opponent on that roster? Who would you love to face at that pay-per-view? If you were booked right now, 
if you had access to any woman on the main roster, NXT or NXT UK, who would you pick? Candice LeRae. Oh. Fast, folks. That was a quick. She's been my dream opponent for a long time. She's so. one of the toughest women I've yeah. ever seen in my life. I love her. I'm I've so had, happy for her. I've had she the, deserves everything yeah, and more. I've had the privilege of calling her matches in the past. She's amazing. Yeah, and a good person. Yeah. Like, I always She's root for good people. Her. I really do. Yeah. Those are our nine rafts, Miss Ariel and X. It has been a pleasure being here with you tonight. I have enjoyed this very mine. much. You're so sweet. Um, I know that you're not... Um, as a performer, sometimes the lines get very blurry mm-hmm. as to, um, you know, seeing other wrestling shows when you're not booked and yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of a thing. Uh, but I have bumped into you <laughs> at WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, will you be at Evolution on October 28th or depend- that depends on what your booking situation is as a, as a performer? See, my theory and my goal, because October 28th is not only Evolution – it's not only Rusev Day. <laughs> yes, that's true. It, it, it does is my end. birthday. Wait, that's so, the actual day? Yes, October 28th? October 28th is my birthday. Really? So WWE wow. extra work. You know. <laughs> if you're looking for some extra hands, yes, folks. That's the goal pay-per-view. to get extra work. Somebody needs to be either backstage <laughs> or something. I can stand there. Oh, you did tell me that. That's why I was making the No Way Jose joke from before. Yeah. But there's, there won't be any No Way Jose no. on this pay-per-view. No, no, no. I can just stand all. in the background somewhere. Like, you know, somebody's walking through the locker maybe room. If I can they, just stand there. Maybe if, if one of the uh, women are doing some sort of uh, a special entrance, you can be a part yeah, of that. See, something like that. You know, battle royal, perhaps, if you're going to do like a pre-show battle royal. Exactly. Like that. I just, I just get on, throw me around. Listen, I just want to get on the card, man. Oh, now he's recuperating. She won't be in. Uh, she won't be re- that I know of. Oh, really? Um, oh, wow. Maybe by October she'll be better, but she's currently on the injured reserve. Yeah. Oh wow. That would suck. They, I personally, I think they need Nia for that show. Yeah. Uh, I think personally, I think it's all hands on deck. I, I hope all the women are healthy enough to be on yeah. the show in some capacity. Uh, this is the wrong time for anybody to be hurt. Exactly. Uh, and, and and it's one of the things that I've been very critical about the show. We're on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the guys sometimes when you get into WrestleMania season, they start kind of pulling back a little bit on the shows. Yeah. I would be. Stunned if by the September or like early October you don't start seeing these women matches as much kind of slowing down a little bit just to keep them a little healthy leading into the and we're going to get criticism. They're going to say, well, if they don't wrestle, how are they going to build up the pay-per-view and blah, 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 because they they have mouths and they talk and they can do do promos promos and and it's called promotion and and it won't work. Yeah. You know, when the guys don't work leading up to WrestleMania, nobody bitches. But I'm sure of once course. the women's matches start slowing down toward the pay-per-view, everyone's going to get all their yeah. fucking heads in a, in a wrap oh, here. Oh, of course. This Jesus is why they man. don't deserve it. They won't even wrestle on Raw. <laughs> I, where's I, the all-men's Raw? Yeah, where's the all- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've already gone on, on record on here on the show. I will be there in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will buy a ticket. I haven't been to a WWE show in... As a matter of fact, the, 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 the night that, we the night that sh- I bumped into you, because SummerSlam, that was the last pay-per-view, I, that was the last show, WWE show wow. that I've been to, and that was 2014, 15, something like that? Something like that, That yeah. was when Seth, Seth was was the big deal in, yep. in John Cena, yeah, so that's how long it's been since I've been to a WWE, that's how long it's been since I've been to a WWE pay-per-view, but when I heard that announcement, that mm. night, when we were sitting on the couch with my yeah. wife, 
I said, we're, we're going. We're going. And she was like, I'm, I can't I'm wait there. for it to sell out. And every, that's why everybody's That's the next thing. Everybody's like, it's not going to do well. Because I, I predict a sellout. Oh, I yeah. It's going to do well, especially in New York. And New I've York already, is a big women's wrestling I've fight. already heard that Shimmer's trying to turn it into a weekend. They want to come to Long Island as well. Okay. Uh, the Saturday and possibly even early Sunday gotcha. before. Uh, I think it should be a, like a whole WrestleMania yes. weekend. Yep. They should, every women's fed in the country. Yep. Book me. It's my birthday come. weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen. Book me. It's my birthday. If I can have a hand in that, I will. Yeah. I will send your shit to as many companies as possible. <laughs> but I, I think that particular weekend, and it's no mistake, sure, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month and all that oh, stuff yeah. going on. Listen, that's not a reason to not do it. To me, it's all the more reason yeah, to do it because exactly. of all that. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in October. I wish you the best of luck. Oh, You've got you. two championships to hold and defend. Yep. I know Jordan Grace is coming around the corner. Yep. Yep. Uh, be, be, yeah, Hold on to that title for dear life. <laughs> Start trading. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for traveling oh, all you. the way out here and being on the show. Folks, at the bottom of this uh, video, not the bottom, of the description of this video, excuse me, is all the social media stuff. Um, is there anything else you, your shows coming up or any events that you'll be attending you want them to know about uh, next two will be Capital against Jordan Grace and Pro Wrestling Magic I'll be in a triple threat against Catred and Corinne Mink Catred another one that I've been with since yes. <laughs> the very <laughs> beginning uh, Faye Jackson is another one man Ooh. I'm starting to realize now it's at the beginning of a lot of careers here in New York look at you <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they've also credited me um, they were former FTW students that, okay. that went off and did very similar story from you where it yeah. was FTW they were like the first females yeah. and then shit went down and then they left and, and they just took off after they left it's funny how that works out with these original companies yeah and uh, yeah. Eh. What, do you, what do you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a pleasure having you I'm glad you're uh, glad pleasure's you all mine thank here. you <laughs> uh, you are you are my official episode 46 Yay. so 46 uh, <laughs> Guys, please, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I, I, I don't have bums on my show. She's one of the best out there. She's a lot of fun to watch. She's a hell of a promo, a hell of a worker. Check her ass out. She's got, well, don't check her ass out. Just, just, <laughs> that came out wrong. Hold on. <laughs> check her work out on the YouTube and, and social media. I'll plug all that stuff on the show thing. Cool, cool. And um, check all that stuff out. Thank you so much for coming out. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And, of course, thank you for enjoying. This is AJ Orsini, episode 46. Hey, you. Yeah, you. The one listening to this show. What shirt are you wearing? Ah, it doesn't matter. It's trash. It's a terrible shirt. You should tear it off right now and be ashamed of yourself. You need to go buy my shirt, AJ Orsini's shirt, the official Orsini's Uncensored Mind t-shirt. How can you get this shirt? I'm glad you asked, you big dummy. All you need to do is go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash A-J-O-U-M and buy the shirt. It's gray with a good logo on it. It's a beautiful thing. You need to buy it for yourself and your family and your friends. Stocking stuffers under the tree. I don't care what you do. You can wash your car with it. You could use it as a bookmark. It's a dumb bookmark, but you can use it as a bookmark. I don't care what you do with it. If you're Spanish, you can tear it to pieces and clean your house with it like you always do with those other rags. Maybe you could update your stuff. I don't care what you do it for. Buy the shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash A-J-O-U-M. Hey, my house. Listen to my daddy's soul. Listen to the S-O-Line.